Alrighty, you're listening to episode number nine of the Guess You podcast. Uh, we're currently sitting here in my radio host, radio co-host uh, at Two Max FM. Uh, my neighbour also was sitting in his uh, living room with the dog, the big Labradoodle. Um, I'm joined here by Kane Watson, the one and only from the Kane and Hugh show. Why, hello, Hugh, my <laughs> my better half. It is. It's good to good to have you on the show here. Um, I do. We do weekly shows uh, in at the Narrabri, the local radio station. Yes, ninety-one point three. Do you, you want to? Have, have you told the listeners how we how we started doing this? We have not. No, I haven't either. Yeah, because I I, I, I feel like I I have some input into your burgeoning incredible oh, radio career i think a lot a large a large portion <laughs> because i used to just be going on that radio station and playing song after song and go and maybe telling a few bad jokes mm, but okay. now having a co-host really expanded my horizons yeah you so. really see how how professional <laughs> we can get <laughs> oh yeah oh and we've got the manager even complimenting us on our shows so <laughs> yeah it's bloody good um I don't know how I roped you into it though. Um, I I think there was there was some some beer partaken on mm, my part, and yeah. you you me, me asking you the stereotypical question: What do you want to be when you grow yeah. up? Um, I think that might have been one of the questions, and then I kind of I think I kind of we we were talking about podcasts, weren't we? I think so. Yes. And ra- and then radio and stuff, and it kind of just happened, didn't it? I th- I think so. I yeah. think I think you you were. I, me being notoriously disorganized, um, mm. you, you, you put things together and, and yeah. I, I just followed, I just followed like yep. a, you, you were the shepherd leading me to the promised land. Yep. Yep. We just, uh, messaged to Max FM, got a show, got a <laughs> slot, 6 PM Tuesday nights and off we went. Yeah. No, look, and, and since then you've, you've been recording this podcast and I wanted to ask you, 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 you told me the other, the other week that you were looking up ways to improve your podcast. Yeah. Uh, this is yep. too, too meta for your podcast to talk about yep. the, the, the nuts and bolts behind it. But yep. you were looking up um, 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 websites and YouTube videos and this and that. Mm. What, 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 what are some of the major tips? What, 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 what have you learned? What do you need to, to take your, your podcast up the next notch? Yeah. Up to 11? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was kind of finding out with these YouTube videos. So, the main things I really picked up is, like, it really got me questioning whether it's I'm doing the right thing, doing kind of a comedy podcast. Ooh, okay. It actually, yeah. So it was really, because the way they were talking, it was like, you can, podcasting is a great opportunity to get with these, like, industry-leading people, do interviews. You have leverage with people that you right. wouldn't normally have in an everyday situation. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, well, if I'm telling poo jokes and pedophile mm, jokes, like, yeah. is that something I want on yeah, my channel? Right. Okay, so so you're you're you're. So I'm having a crisis. <laughs> I am as 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 a as as a format um, podcasting should be on the leading edge of the conversation. Yeah, and, and meanwhile, yeah, you're but you're, you're the, talking about diarrhea, running in the yeah. jeans, and 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 stuff like that. At the same time. I list the podcasts I listen to that I find really interest or not even interesting, just entertaining are these immature kind of just chats. So I'm really at a crisis here, um, Kane. So it's, it's good to have you on the show because I feel like 
we can have a different conversation to my other guests because um, we kind of. I I, I feel I feel like there's there's always been c- comedians in every medium mm. in in radio <clears throat> in radio history there was definitely a lot of a, a lot of radio comedians yeah, yeah. I, I remember listening I wasn't around but I've I've listened to to Jack Benny um, who was around in like the thirties. Um, and his radio, like it, it's hilarious, and they're doing skits and yep. and and funny conversations and this and that, and the, and so it's it's been around and it's it's got a history. I, I think we we tend to there's there's a bit of a mocking look at podcasters saying like, oh, they think they're yeah. so important, you know. Maybe, maybe it is good to have a step back and just to make it about human connections, about yeah. being funny, about what what you find weird about mm. the world. Yeah, mm. I, I, I don't think that there's any less value. Yeah, because what I've found is our radio show, because we kind of have to keep it clean and it's kind of more wholesome content because it's on a community radio, it's a different vibe to the podcast altogether. Because with this podcast, I was like, oh, yes, I've got so much power. I can literally say what I want, do what I want. Nobody can tell me what to do. And now, like, I've released eight <laughs> episodes and I'm like, hmm. But I, I don't regret any of it, honestly. Yeah, um, but you but you got you got hungry. You got I hungry did. for all that, the freedom yeah. for Pujaks. Yeah, yeah. You were just, you were just crapping yeah, everywhere. exactly. That yeah. is, that is okay. part of it. And even our radio show... I, hopefully I'll get it on on here one day. Um, yeah. Um, but it's good. I I enjoy doing our radio show at the same time. It's it's fun, isn't it? It's and, fun. Yeah. And like the nature of the guests I have on this show kind of makes it a bit difficult even to do what we do because like it's a different like completely different relationship I have with like everyone each week. So yeah. Yeah, it's a bit to consider. Yeah, yeah. But um. Yeah, it's good to have you on the show anyway. I um, hope you guys enjoyed the intro there. <laughs> a very uh, heavy intro. but uh, uh, Yeah? Well, yeah. You, 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 wanted, you wanted me to do the, the, the guest, guest you thing. Oh, I should have done Wait, that. Okay, no, okay. no we, we can do it now <laughs> and, you can, and, and you can use that it's, sound bite, right? Like, the reason I came up, like I actually didn't come up with the name for guest you, funnily, funnily enough. Uh, um, okay. I had a friend suggest it to me. And it kind of turned into like this corny. It's meant to be a corny kind of joke. Like, guess you's on the show today. <laughs> like, no, I think I think it's. I, I think but it's I do great. like it. It's quirky. I, I, I thought that you'd finally sort of done something with your life, and I was proud of you. <laughs> but but you're telling me you you, you didn't even title no. your own show. Yeah. I, well, you should have seen the list of names. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, was, yeah. It was a long list. I'm sure there was a lot of paper scattered around the waste bucket in the corner. All, nah, all on uh, Google being, Docs now. Uh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's all online. It's all. <laughs> Or, 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 okay, some digital, yeah. a digital waste digital bucket, rubbish. and, and yeah. yeah, oh yeah, plenty of that. Okay, well, well, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll say it. Mm. What, wait, do I just say guess, guess you? What, what's your? Well, usually I'm like, guess you. We have on the show today. Okay, it's yeah. Kane Watson, and so I go, like, and you echo, like introduce you, like, yourself. Guess you, guess you. Uh, oh, mm. I introduce myself. Haven't you not? Have you not listened to any episodes? I, I <laughs> okay, well, okay, not. let's get into this. I still have not. I, I. I I, I've been quite slack with my my podcast listening. Actually, I haven't yep. been listening to to many. So it's not personal. I don't think it's personal. Oh, that's good. Although I did start listening to one today that we can, we can talk about later if you want. Mm. It's a it's a great it's a great new podcast. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. We don't want to promote our competition, do we? Though. <laughs> but. <laughs> well, well, you 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 promote the podcast community. True. It's a, it's a it's a tight little family <laughs> of, of we podcasters. Are. We are. Yeah. 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 They all train ideas and yeah. and it's really wholesome. So are you are you planning on coming on the Guess You podcast more often then? Well, I guess it depends on on the rate of uh, invitation. Because yeah, I I'd like to get some regulars on the show because I don't want it to make to make it like an interview show like Joe Rogan. Well, you, you don't want to run out of interviewees. Is that the problem? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm already you, running yeah. pretty low now. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Scraping yeah. the bottom of, the, of bottom of the barrel with you, Kane. So. I, I, I always wonder how you, as, as, a, as an amateur podcaster, how you approach, you know, pe- people to be on your podcast. Do you? Yeah. Like, because, you know, you, you hear those like Hollywood stories of everyone in, in the bar that you're at, that you're chatting to them and then they're like, Oh well, actually, I've got this this script, this screenplay that I'm yeah. working on. Could you do you want to do you want to have a read or well, do, you, do you want to pass it on? And I think it's surely that's the way that podcasts are going. Like everyone's, you know, you you're like talking to them about something, and then they're like, oh well, actually, I've got this new podcast yeah, that I'm releasing. Yeah. And you mean you know, like, like I feel like this is the only podcast that's not it's got multiple co-hosts. Like most of the other ones is like a duo or it's a interviewer interviewee type so the the way i i came across it was basically just i've always wanted to start one and people at school just always are always talking like they want to start a podcast right. but i know especially callum and i know they haven't got the commitment to do a weekly <laughs> one so i thought why not just get a, a random assortment because everyone loves podcasting it's a new thing in our age right but nobody loves the commitment so yeah, okay. It's the best of both worlds, really. So, no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, um, but um, how did you decide to come on to Max FM? Like, was it? I I, th- I think. Did you cause... ever consider like doing that kind of radio entertainment industry? Because before you're a bit of an entertainer doing your music, but I, there, there was there was maybe a period where I I I fantasized about acting. Hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Not not. I don't think ever seriously, but I, I, I love performance. I've always, I've been a huge film buff. Mm. I, I love the theater. I, I love live music. I love performance. Um, and, and I was always a decent public speaker, even, yeah. even when I wasn't confident. Um, actually there was, I, I just remembered this the other day. I, I hosted one of the, the, like I emceed for the, the year six, uh, uh talent, <laughs> talent quest. Um, oh yeah, one year um, here or down in Hobart. No, this was down in Hobart. Um, oh yeah, and and which you know, and and it was me and and one of my other mates, and we were sort of in in suits and bow ties, and we how were the emceeing. hell did you get that gig? Well, I I don't know. In school, you get given opportunities if yeah. you put your hand up. I guess. Oh, was you this know? when you were in year six? In year six. Oh, it wasn't okay. me. Now oh. it was it was <laughs> yeah. in year six. Okay, okay, uh, that, that makes sense. sense. That I makes didn't just sense. walk in. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. It was a student run thing. All the, yeah. the and and and. There was, there was this joke I said that got such a big laugh, and it always made me feel so good thinking about it. But it was, it was just, um, it was one of one of these one of these blokes. He got up and he's he's not typically a singer, and he gets up and he's singing this song, and he sort of has like a like a ball squeak, you know, a testy pop, uh, as 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 happens, you know, a, a, a little a oh, little yeah. a little <laughs> scrotum flux or whatever, yeah. And and he he sort of he kind of breaks up in tears. And runs off the stage, um, and 
you know, and, and we were like, we didn't know what to do because the, the, the program was already set. <laughs> and, and I come out in front of the, the crowd and honestly, I felt totally comfortable. Even in year six, I, there wasn't that embarrassment. And yeah. I, I, I step up to the mic and I go, well, I guess we can all at least agree that it was a very emotional performance. <laughs> and, and everyone lost, lost, their, lost their shit and started cheering. And then I'm like, all right, let's use that energy. Let's get him back out here. Come on, everybody. And I started a chant and he uh. got back out and he finished the song and, uh. and it was all good. And it was like that 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 moment where I realized I I could use humor for the betterment of humanity. Um, made me think like maybe maybe this is something I should do. Maybe you're a performer. Back in year six, yeah. I had all my ducks lined up, yeah. and then and then it all went wrong, yeah. <laughs> where I just fell off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's hard, especially in a big city like Hobart. I suppose there would be well, there would have been community radios, wouldn't there? There, it's, or? it's funny you call it the big city like Hobart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like co- compared to compared to anywhere yeah. else, like Narrabri. Yeah, I mean, if if you're comparing it to Narrabri, Hobart is massive, a metropolis, but it is it is it is a small town. Would it be it bigger than town. Tamworth? Uh, yeah, yeah, bigger yeah. than Tamworth, but but not much. I don't mm, think. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so for the listeners who aren't familiar, um, Kane grew up in Tasmania in Hobart, and he's up here this year. On his father's farm uh, here at uh, Meriendi this year, and he's just been harvesting and helping helping out on the farm, and that's when we kind of started talking about doing the radio, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, you don't come up here often. You didn't come up here often before, really, just once a year kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, we met once before, but that's pretty much it. But, yep, yep. No, this. Yeah. This, I I was. I was glad to have um, someone to hang out with. You're, you're sort of plopped out in in this random <laughs> yeah. country house out oh. in the middle of nowhere, and I was like, "All right, well." Feeling is mutual know. because around here, there's no one my age, really. So uh, that 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 is that is that that's rough, isn't it? Like we've we've talked before about like why there isn't a social scene out, yeah. out here, and what would need to happen to stimulate it, and it's it's really. No, it's really sobering when you're like, it's just not as easy. But I, I think you being the, the, the motivation guy, maybe, maybe oh. it's on your shoulders. I, I'll just sit back and make excuses. I need to get a hippie commune going or something <laughs> in my tiny houses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, you've really been interested in those tiny homes, haven't you? Yeah, um, ab- absolutely. My, my partner and I have been looking at, at tiny homes as a way to um, get into the quote-unquote housing market without paying... 500 grand and going in with a massive mortgage and then you you know like so we've been talking about a tiny home as a way to be hopefully sustainable um um, low impact and light on the bank balance Mm. and and we're we're seeing our friends um get to the stage i'm in my mid-20s so i've got a few years on you yeah but uh, every everyone my age they're having kids and getting married and and building or buying houses and they're using um the the first homeowners grant from the government and that's that's their excuse to go buy a, a you know a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar house in yeah. the suburb. Yeah. Which which is which is fine. You can do that if you want, but I just I I, I, I don't want to be working for the next thirty years to pay off a house and then yeah. feel like I need a transition to a bigger house because I've had yeah three kids. But yeah. you know, I, I I, I just we, we just want to 
get out of that rat race before we yeah. uh, before the gates open you know yeah. like because oh, once yeah. once that once the once the rabbit is running along the the fence you know as a greyhound you just need to chase it we just don't <laughs> want to leave the gates at all i want to yeah. stay in my little immature bubble um fantasize about my my performance in year six yeah. uh, as mc and, <laughs> Your and comedy. yeah yeah <laughs> keep doing the two max fm maybe yeah. <laughs> well yeah it's it's not a very lucrative career though no, is it, it um, isn't. A, a volunteer radio uh, station no i wouldn't say it's very sustainable no <laughs> but uh you can it can be a side hustle i guess uh yeah so are you thinking of doing you know the tiny home commune out here or in Tasmania or all. It's it's a it's a good question. We're we're looking we're looking around and we're probably looking by, um, maybe more by climate because we yes. we 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 struggle up here in the heat. It's yeah. something that we we don't know if we want to get used to. You know, yeah. like um, yeah. I I think we've been looking mainly around around Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, rural Victoria, I, I think there, there's some awesome spots, um, and, and so, some of the most beautiful locations in the world in Australia. It's very different to the the, the outback, but I guess that's that's accessible if you want to go on an outback trip. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Not just a quick trip, you know, to, the, to Alice Springs or something, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, I, I, I don't know. We're, we're just looking around. My partner yeah, yeah. sends me um, a tiny home listings all the time, and I, uh, as as has already been established, I'm incredibly slack and yeah. and and look at them and look at the photos in the real estate thing and go, ah, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah. Look, oh, it's got a nice kitchen. It's got a compostable toilet. And and I don't make any effort to look myself, and so yeah. that's something that I need to work on. Yeah, <laughs> is getting motivated for life. And how much are the um, tiny homes worth? How much like, are they worth? Yeah, average um, ballpark. I I I'd say like decent decent ones, decent ones maybe eighty to one hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. Um, okay. But okay. then but then a lot of them. Because the movement's taken off, a lot of them are, are highballing up at four hundred grand and stuff. Wow! You can spend a whole lot on on them, and because maybe maybe because it's it's become a a, a movement, um, like a cultural movement rather than a movement away from yeah yeah banks and mortgages that um that that that's happened. It's it's become a real high class industry. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but but yeah, we 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 were thinking more along the lines of of shipping containers. We loved the thought yeah, of yeah. repurposing um, old old materials and and making a home out of that. Mm. And with other people or just by yourself? Um, at first, we were thinking with other people that we could uh, uh, combine forces to to grow grow veggies and and try to live sustainably that way, but. We we have no idea. We it's it's still up up in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I've never really looked into the tiny home thing um, personally, but it definitely does sound like a good option to get away from that kind of yeah that rat race. Um, I think I think pe- people always make the argument against it, um, saying uh, uh, oh when you have children you'll value your own space more, mm. you know your own space, and I'm like space like what what if 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 there is if you can say that like 
you need more space, then surely there's a scientific measurement. You have yeah. three kids, you need X amount of land yeah. and X amount of space in your home to have yeah. space. And I just think that 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 concept is is so. I don't know, I don't know if it's a legitimate argument. Mm. You, can, you can have space in a tiny home um, if you design the house right. Hopefully, you have enough space to sort of get away if you need. Um, but but also hopefully. I, I don't know. I haven't got kids yet, yeah. so I can't say if <laughs> if it will get so on our nerves that we, we sell up and buy a suburban house. Hopefully not. Well, isn't that only talking about the space? Like, it's the bedrooms are further apart, so the kids can run away to their bedrooms, <laughs> and it's further away from yours. Like, yeah, that's really yeah, only... Right. I feel like that's the only thing... Like, for us, because uh, we're... Well, yeah, <laughs> we're a family, yeah. <laughs> but, like, as... As a child myself, uh. I, I know, like, I, I sometimes like just my own space. Yeah. Just to get away from my family. Yeah. So I feel uh, that's probably what they're talking about when they're saying that. But I can't imagine a tiny home allowing that space. But I feel like it's an adapting, like, you could adapt and the kids would just get used to it, really. I think, um, I, I think like, a, a, t- a tiny home isn't like a, like a hostel room, yeah. you know? It's not like everyone has bunk beds that they're laying next to each other at night. There, There is usually a segregated master bedroom. And then if it's a really tiny home, then there's a maybe a loft, um, which, mm. is, which is separated like visually. Mm. Um, and and I, I don't know. And we, we were sort of looking into the space of maybe maybe three shipping containers worth. Um where you, where you could segregate the space enough to actually have, you know, bedrooms. Yeah. And I I think I. I wouldn't, <laughs> I I wouldn't be that concerned if if we had multiple kids and they were sharing a bedroom. Yeah, yeah. I I don't, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I share a bedroom with my brother, so. Yeah. You get used to it, really. I um, I had a bunk bed in my room, even though I didn't have siblings when I was younger, because. When mm. people would stay over, True. or when my 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 stepbrother from Melbourne would come and visit, they'd stay in the bunk bed. True. Um. So I I was I, I had the bunk bed to myself for most of the time. Yeah. So that's and it felt weird. It yeah. There was an empty bed above me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't sleep on the top bed. Well, yeah. Oh. It's always weird, isn't that? But I I was I was always a restless sleeper. And oh. I was very really afraid of rolling out yeah, or sleepwalking true true i've i've definitely i've been caught sleepwalking numerous times and that's huh. kind of freaky huh down here have you slept because this is a pretty big house i'd say i haven't sleptwalked since i've been here yeah no, no that would be because you used to live with roommates didn't you like yes yes so or housemates Roommates, roommates make it makes it sound like they're, <laughs> they're just there and i'd step on them if i woke up at night no oh, i i what's I, the difference well, housemates are sharing a house and uh, roommates are sharing a room. I mean, oh, like in the, more it's of in the, the title. It's in the title. <laughs> well, roommates are like at college where you where you oh, have yeah. multiple beds set True. up in the same room and they're True. your roommate. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Sorry. Oh, we need to approach the OED <laughs> to get a definition of housemate versus roommate. Like it, it's in the title. Okay. So maybe it's the the lack of people in this house. You need You're looking for that human connection. So you go... You go searching for your housemates. You mean when I'm sleepwalking? <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 you're giving me a Freudian diagnosis of, I of am. why I'm sleepwalking. I am. Um, maybe so. I haven't sleptwalked since I've been here. Yeah, that's um, weird. So, so maybe, maybe maybe not. I don't know. 
We should describe to the listeners where we are right now, as I usually do on the podcast. Um, we're currently in Kane's living room um, on the beautiful farm Meriendi out here, just across the creek, really, from our house. And um, you're just you're like you've, you're just starting to make this place your own because you only just moved in at the start of this year, so it's starting to look good, Kane. Nice. Got the TV set up. Got the Switch, Nintendo Switch. Um, How's yeah. it been settling in then? Yeah, I, I think I think we, we felt like we haven't left um, that much of a stamp on it, yeah. Um, um, yeah. considering we've been here for approaching a year now. Mm. I I, um, I like to mow the lawns, although they're not mown at the moment because yeah. it's been wet. Yeah. But I, I, I like mowing the lawns. Shireen likes tidying the house. Um, and I, I guess... We haven't given the house much character because it's kind of already got all this character. Yeah. The last it's couple spooky. of... Um... It's a spooky house, everyone. For those <laughs> listening, one of those old houses that just has this aura about it. Like, like the, the last the last couple of houses I we've we've been at, um, at least the last one we, we were at were, was sort of, you know, a white-walled suburban house. Yeah, yeah. We felt like we needed to put stuff up on the wall, so we went to op shops and found old paintings and, mm. and posters and like we, 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 we filled in the space because it looked depressingly empty. Yeah. This, this is like, you know, with all the weatherboard, the weatherboard interiors that are all painted different colors and um, paint peeling off it. It's, it's everything so textured. And there's a lot of windows as well. A lot of windows. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the blind, the curtains are different. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like every every, it's kind of a weird rat nest mismatch um, house. All the all the rooms are painted a different color for some reason. Mm. Um, there's 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 obvious uh, uh, renovation points where you see the house having expanded. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, the house has got this this history that's very literal that you can see. Um, Didn't it used to be an old school? Was that? Someone told me that, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that it used to be sort of a makeshift community hall sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that tells you the sort of size of it, that it's enough to have people in for group meetings. Mm. And, yeah. Um, and we, we don't, at the, at the moment, this is the sort of the antithesis of a, of a tiny home because there's lots of space we don't use um, and, and lots of rooms we just keep shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. It's 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 interesting um that our our sort of obsession with tiny homes have have really taken off in this environment of of the total opposite yeah. large large family um farmhouse that's totally opposite to a tiny home. And what's it like living half an hour from town? Oh as as opposed to in Hobart? Yeah. I I think yeah. I I was <laughs> it's interesting because when when I was in Hobart at my mother's place, it took about twenty five minutes to drive into Hobart. Oh, okay. And well. I think a lot of people, you know, if you live on the outer suburbs of Melbourne, um, it it takes my mate half an hour to ride his bike into work in the city. Mm, yeah. But if you're going public transport, that can take an hour and a half maybe. And, and so I I think there is this perception that you know you're so close to things in yeah. the city, but there. There is a, like so much time spent on on transport yeah, yeah. anywhere you are that oh, I, yeah. I don't think it bothers me. True. Yeah. yeah, I definitely underestimate. Like I'm like 
Okay, everything around Sydney is Sydney. You live in Sydney. Wow, Sydney's like, the worst. Sydney is yeah, like yeah. We were I <laughs> the other day we were we were mapping out like our our friend was coming over. Um, this was before <laughs> the recent COVID outbreak. Um, we we hadn't sort of heard about anything, and then and our mate was coming over from Sydney. Um, and, and I was like, oh, you know, it takes like five hours to get here or whatever. And she's like, yeah. my partner's like, no, no, it's, he's on the outer suburbs and it takes like an hour less. <laughs> it just takes like an hour to drive through the suburbs <laughs> yeah. to get to the outside of Sydney. You know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So. And like, in China, like the roads are so well designed that it's like, you just get, get through the city with you ease. You get shot in a, in an old, old circus cannon yeah, across yeah, the much. sky. And then you go to Sydney and it's just backed up with traffic and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to change tack a bit. Yeah. Um, since we were talking about, since like the way we really talk is, well, okay. The way we really is, is know the each other of is our vocal cords. Yes, that, pretty that much. Sort of expunges out our mouths, creates sound waves, and then and then the, the yes, yeah, smarty pants. cochlear in yeah. the ear sort of picks up the vibration. That's um, it, right? Yeah. Something along those lines. That's yeah, how I'm we, sure that's, that's how we talk. Yeah, um, on the radio, on the radio, and now the podcast. And I was interested. Would you ever start your own podcast? Uh, Have you ever debated it? Um, Maybe about film. Mm, okay. um, if anything, I would need a topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I solo. Solo. No. Yeah. Solos. Solos. Weird. Yeah. It sounds Isn't like it? a rant. I always, like, I, I always wanted to do. I'm, I'm actually thinking of doing one on this channel. Doing a. Yeah. Just one, even one episode of like half an hour, but it just, it just gets ranty. Yeah, I feel like it just gets ranty. So well, it's it's like you watch you watch like professional YouTubers that do it solo to yeah. a webcam, and they're like, "Hey, listeners, how you doing? <laughs> wow, today it's been a crazy day for me. You wouldn't believe what I've been through, but all of you would know what I've been through." Yeah, they? yeah, And they're having this conversation, and they've got all these sort of like these ling- linguistic uh, sort of sort of ornaments that they hang on every sentence that they do to sort of make it seem like True. this organic conversation. And it's like they're talking to you as a listener. So yeah, maybe that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. But, but I don't know. It just it just puts me off though when I when I hear that. When I hear them being so confident. True. I uh, but then but then I I don't I don't know. I, yeah. I feel weird about YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a weird world. So you have actually debated doing a podcast or is that just off the nah. top of your head? No, I, like... off the top of my head. I I think I think a, a film podcast. Um, I uh, last year I, I was at a I was at a party, um, and I'd been watching films uh, uh, sort of compulsively for the last couple of years, maybe. Yeah. Um, and analyzing them, pulling well, them. Well, well, yeah. Watching, watching a watch, watching the the history of, of film, watching foreign films. Yeah. Um, and 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 really like getting into that that art cinema um and i i sort of found that you know i couldn't sort of hold those conversations about these films with with some people most people because like they don't know interested yeah you know and and i was i was at this party and i heard someone go like um you know fellini i heard this name fellini which is who's this um, really famous, amazing Italian filmmaker. Never heard of him. 
No, no. Well, <laughs> I guess there's no reason for you to, but he yeah. made um, La Dolce Vida, which is 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 in the handful of movies considered the best ever made. Never heard of it. Well, it's from the '60s. It's a bit <laughs> oh, okay. out of your, your scope, but that's that's all right. That's all right. And and I was like, what? Like Fellini? I went over to confirm that someone had used this name, <laughs> um, and and I was talking to them. And we've become really good friends because we're both really into film and we, we sort of set up these, these like challenges for each other. We go like, oh, what's the, uh, the top five use of hats in film, you know? And then <laughs> oh the other God. person like makes a list and you make a list and we, we have these like two hour discussions over the phone oh now. Of it. And, and Ultra it's, nerd. Ultra oh. nerd. And it's like, and it's, it's brilliant because it's, it's kind of like that, that release of energy. Yeah. You know, I, I, and we both sort of said it, we both, um, have these discussions with each other and then go, oh, like it felt like we've been like <laughs> holding in all this, True. this energy. Cause you do love to share it. Yeah. You yeah. see a good movie or a funny movie, especially with me, like a funny scene in a movie. I'm like, oh, have you seen this? It's and hilarious. you just want to reference it. And, 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 and so like, I, I think a lot of people these days take that energy out on online, you know, they're like, Oh, I'll go to these, I'll, I'll, I'll type in whatever niche thing I'm into. Mm. If it's video games, like niche, uh, uh, first World player, of Warcraft yeah. or something. Yeah. And so they, they go on these Reddit subreddits and, yeah. um, and they become involved in these communities that are talking about passionately about what they're into. And, and that, that's, that's fine. I've just never been, committed enough online to to have an online presence and mm. to talk to people online i just never felt like that that was a compulsion for me and so i i think I, human to human is much better than online anyway honestly I, I i think so but i think people just don't feel they can get it mm. you know and so in the absence of not getting it they they go online yep. and then in in a lot of radical cases that supplements all their human interactions, yeah, like yeah. online reaction. My friends are um, um, big, big, big dick carrier five seven yeah. Uh, seven yeah sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine yeah and and they're like oh yeah no, we we we're really good friends and I'm like sure you can you can be really good friends with people online but it it is interesting that um, it, we have adapted the concept of friendship to to streamline. Th- through a medium such as mm, technology mm. like uh, we haven't sort of had that specifically in history i guess if you're friends with your your mates on the sports team then the medium you're channeling your friendship through is cricket or yeah you're, yeah and you're like these are my cricket mates and then it's you have to find something to relate to for them like with them that's how you form connections yeah, yeah yeah and then then there is that weird thing of breaking out of that you you you're going for after cricket beers or whatever yeah. and you're sitting there with your mate and then Someone brings up their relationship, and you're like, "Oh, like what? We're not talking about cricket anymore." And yeah. then you make a cricket joke, and then the conversation just dis- and so breaking out of those um, formulaic friendships can be tricky too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I, but I, I don't know how how those online relationships end up going. I don't know if they expand past, um, <laughs> um you know, World of Warcraft. I don't yeah. know if they expand past that, or if that's. Uh-huh. Well, you do hear those horror stories of like people meeting people online and falling in love with them, and then they go and meet uh, them at right, the airport, right. and then it turns yeah, out, yeah. yeah, massive catfish, like catfishing. So you know, do you know why they call it catfishing? 
Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure I heard this on TikTok. <laughs> you explain it. I, I no, forgot. no, no. I I, I, I don't know, but I. Uh, oh. But I, I, oh. how they, how you catch a catfish is you like have this big glove thing on and you stick yeah. your, your your hand in the water and then when you pull your hand out, there's there's this big ugly catfish on your hand. Oh, that's it. Well, so yeah. It's not even like your your gloves pretending to be a catfish or anything. It's. No, I think you hold you hold bait in your hand, yeah. I assume, and you, you shove your arm into the water and then you, you feel this big clamp on the glove and you, you pull up and there's like a, a catfish like the size of your arm, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you seen River Monsters? That <laughs> is you... a scary show. Like no, The stuff no. he pulls out. Okay. He basically just, he like looks into these historical or like not even that long ago, but these... Um, recent kind of deaths in rivers right and just really weird unexplainable things okay and then he narrows it down to a fish a type of fish so say some guy um was apparently he was swimming with his wife or something and then suddenly he just got jerked down into the water and underneath like pulled out pulled down well like he's sitting there in a romantic boat like uh, like with his champagne no he was like, in the water ah, oh my God, <laughs> i think it was in brazil so he could... cheese, uh, and then he's having his romantic row and then he just well, gets shoved down into the water i think by they were fish. playing in the shallow water so it was a bit like he was in the water Okay, so and it's so, more like it's more like Jaws. It's their is is their their doggy paddling yep. and laughing and splashing water at each yep. other. Like, oh, no, you got me, but no, you went. And then, Adios and then, mio. <laughs> and then he gets dragged down. Yeah, pretty much. And like he'll he'll go to the river and he's like, oh, crocodiles don't live here, so it couldn't have been a crocodile. Right. And then he might um, fish for something, and then he might catch. And then so on this particular episode, is he fishing for clues? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, he is yeah. literally like, okay. and then he might find like he'll do like days and days of these fishing. It's like it looks so tedious just sitting out there winding in these fish, and then in like a week, it's all in half an hour too. Yeah. So it'd be like a week of filming, and then he pulls it like this um this weird uh like a stingray. Okay, it's like got a short stub on the end, and he's like, oh, it must have stuck the barb through his leg. And pulled him underwater, and that's he figures it out. It's like a detective yeah, right. show for fish, and that's fish really fish detective. It's really put me off rivers. Let's just say that. Um, right. Yeah. Fish detective. And like those. Sword, Do you think there could be a, like stuff? a fictional spin-off um, um, <laughs> series for that? On the ABC, maybe not. Um. No. Okay. If you were if you were pitching um, fish detective to to I I I, I don't know to, to Netflix or whatever, how how would you Okay. Okay. So you're 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 doing. I, I'm I'm the the Netflix employee. I'm sitting there on my phone. I've got an important meeting later. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I walk in. Give me the a elevator. five minute elevator pitch. Yeah, I'm walking into the elevator, and and you you walk in and go like, hey, sir, sir, I've got something to tell you. Are you there? This you're in the be... elevator with the producer. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm there fiction... looking at my phone. You're saying um, it's like this show, but it's fictional. Yeah, yeah. You're you're making like a, 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 a you're you're taking that intellectual property, making a making a, a fictional show. All right, pitch it to me. Go. Um, well, so sir, um, basically the premise for this show is uh, these underwater mobs of fish. And uh, okay, they form mafias, okay. and right, okay, um, okay. There's the piranha mafia, and there's the stingray mafia, and all this. Okay, and I they like have it. these gang wars uh, under the sea, and and then humans on top of the well, this is in rivers actually. 
humans will investigate these human detectives. Humans. And then they'll lock up the culprit responsible for mob deaths. What, with like gang a, violence. With like a net? What are they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or okay, a fishing, okay, fishing yeah. rod. Uh, he'll get his fishing rod. He'll fish for days and then he'll find the one that matches the description. Um, yeah. It's human. It's, I call it um, fish detective. Okay. Well, who's the lead? Um, uh, Brad Pitt is the the lead detective, uh, and uh, okay. we'll have we'll have voice actors for each of the fish, and it'll be like um, the Italian mafia is like uh, some Italian fish. I don't know. Um, the piranhas. Hey, I've got, oh, I, I know. Um, Robert De Niro. Okay. Uh, I. Okay, I don't know if I can do a Robert De Niro accent. All right, all right. Well, lucky you're not selling your, your improvised <laughs> Lucky I'm not trying out. to be a voice actor. Right. But, uh, um, so what happens at the season finale? Um, the season finale. The detective is killed by... The fish all gang up. They team up. You kill the... That, that doesn't sound very profitable for my multi-season <laughs> model. What, what, you kill the lead detective. Well, what happens they, in season two? Okay. We'll have a second detective, and uh, they kill the second-hand detective, and then the detective goes for revenge. Okay. He has to get revenge. This is a really weird concept. Why did you put me on this? Wow. All right. All right. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, so I, don't, I have no idea where I was going with that, but... Uh, okay. So fish detective. Fish detective. You could use some work. Um, I do like the improvisation, though, putting me on the stop spot. That's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Have you ever had a show that you've wanted, like that you thought would be a great idea to pitch? Um, yeah, I, I had this 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 <laughs> this idea. Um, or even called, invention as well. Called um, 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 it was going to be called Chairman of the Board. Mm-hmm. Um, this this guy is is um, <laughs> is is really bored with his life. His his girlfriend's broken up with him. He's is just sort of quite depressed, mm-hmm. and he has this lounge chair, and he decides that he's gonna sit in this lounge chair and not get out of it. Okay. Like for the, he's just made the decision he's going to sit in this lounge chair. Mm-hmm. The whole show is um, is the, these recurring characters like the pizza man that he always um, hires to deliver food, um, one of his friends, and they come in and out of the apartment and sort of talk to him about their adventures outside. Mm-hmm. And there's always incentives for him to, to sort of leave the chair. Oh, yeah. You know, like he needs to figure out how to, how to, how to go to the toilet without leaving the chair and he... Has this whole thing about pooping in a bag, and then he's trying to throw it into the into the toilet, but then the dog like jumps up and catches it midair, and he's like, "No!" Um, and then the season finale would be like, "There's a fire in the building, and he needs to decide whether to whether to leave the chair or, or whether to cop the fire." Well, yeah, Are you thinking a comedy or what do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's I like, but that... yeah, but there's all these like, you know, people that there might be a, a villain who's like. I, 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 I don't know, like a, trying to get him out of the chair. You know, they, he's, um, <laughs> I, I don't know, a shoe salesman is, is like, yeah, revenue's gone down since this guy's uh, been sitting in the chair. We, we're not selling any shoes. We need to get him out. And so he's plotting to, to, to get this guy to leave the chair somehow. And he starts the fire. Maybe he starts the fire, yeah. Or maybe you, you, assume, you assume he's going to start the fire. But it ends up being someone else, like mm, the and, dog, and, oh, the, the poo dog, dog. the poo dog, <laughs> the poodle. Yeah, um, yeah. That that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Chairman of the board. Chairman yeah. of the board. Okay. That's. Did you just come up with that just then, or no, have you no, actually no. been thinking I, about I, that? I thought about that while I was sitting on a plane one time. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of uh, poodles, you've got a, a big black poodle running around barking at the house at the moment. Yes. Um. Um. Uh, technically, a, a, an Australian cobber dog. Okay. Um. Which we get uh, uh, confused looks at the dog park. Um, when yep. we're like, it's not a Labradoodle. He is a, a, a an Australian cobber dog. Yeah. Which I, I I I don't know the specifications, but they they were bred in a certain way. They don't they don't shed. They don't um. They they're meant to be good therapy dogs. They're meant mm. to be able to read emotions really well. Okay. Um. They're, smart. They're, they're meant to be super smart. Super. Oh, yeah. Um. Um, they, they can be super calm. Mm. Um, our, our dog doesn't seem to be, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but yeah, yeah. There, there's always this discussion of like, you're at the dog park and an old lady's like, oh, well, I'm just walking my, my schnauzer or whatever. And then you're like, oh, what's that dog? And, and you're like, yeah. well, oh, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's called a cobber dog. And she's like, a cobber dog. I've never heard of that. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. you, you get to this stage where you just want to call him a Labrador. A Labradoodle, yeah, yeah. You just want to go with he the. He just the looks float. like yeah. a Labradoodle, yeah. But um, about three foot tall, hairy, black, and just yeah, get. He's got like a poodle face. Kind of, you can't really see his eyes because they're yeah, kind of. Yeah, no. The, the hair is um, the the hair grows, yeah. and that that's that's an issue because yeah. um, when you're living on the farm, there's all all weeds that stick to you and and grass seeds that get lost in his fur and um. And, and cause issues and he spreads it around the carpet inside and yeah so that's something we need to we need to get around somehow so what's the origin of this dog bowie how did how did you come across him <laughs> did you find wait, him wait. in the bo- dog yeah, park well, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> nobody wants a cobbler in the dog park on on the same uh, uh flight where i was sitting there thinking yeah. <laughs> he, he was there next to me reading a newspaper <laughs> and and i i, I sort of um, um, I was given my my little uh, uh, wine bottle that they give you when you they, when you order wine, and I sort of tried to pour it, and there was a bit of um, turbulence, and and obviously you, you you spill it, and I spilled it on the newspaper, and he's like, <laughs> I was looking at uh, 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 reading that story about the Murdoch Press, and uh, 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 and then the last half is cut out, and I don't know where the sources are from, and I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, I'll um. I'll buy you a newspaper if if you if you come and live with me and let me put a collar around your neck and what do you mean? What was the origin of the dog? We went we went and bought the dog. What do you mean? <laughs> from a pet store? Uh, well, well, this this Bowie's from a, a breeder. Um, my my partner's uh, a sibling had a, a cobber dog and they were so happy with it that um, we we were like, all right, we wanna we wanna get a a, a cobber dog from this same breeder. Um, and, and I've had mixed feelings since then thinking like, maybe I need to go get a, a, a pound dog now, you know, I need a, mm. we've, we've, we've brought an extra dog into the world, a privileged, um, upper True. class Trump dog into yeah. the world. Now we need to get down into the ghetto and, and, and raise a kid uh, dog out of the, out of the slums and, and yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So that, that's something that if we do get a second dog, I'm personally going to push for a for a, a pound yeah, that's dog. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, you gotta feel sorry for those dogs. Yeah, just there's just so many dogs being bred, and even and cats as well. Like I'm sure there's plenty of cats in the pound too. Mm. Are you a cat person? I'm not a cat person. No, at neither, all. neither. Cats are um. They eat the birds <laughs> and they 
just not very friendly in general. Sorry to any cat listeners out there, but uh, you heard it here on the Guess You podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely a nice dog anyway. Um, yeah. I suppose those pound dogs sometimes have a bit of uh, trust issues, potentially. A mean streak. I, I, I was working in a, um, a, a dog kennel, sort of like a boarding house for, for people to drop their pets off. Um, and, and I found a lot, uh, a, a percentage of the dogs were really afraid of, of men mm. specifically. They, I, I needed to go to my coworker, um, and she needed to, to sort of feed this dog and put it in. And I, I was like, just because I'm a male, uh, this, this, this dog feels threatened. It's obviously had a sketchy history with a, mm. with a bad owner and that's been rehomed and. Um, it's something that this dog just hasn't been able to deal with. And I, I it, it is, it's that weird thing where you're like, oh, just cause I'm a male, this dog doesn't trust me. That, that feels weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I haven't even met this dog. I haven't yeah. kicked this dog. I haven't done anything to this dog. I'm there like holding a treat and, and trying to like, oh, hey, how you doing little kid? You're going to be all right, all right. Yeah. And the dog's growling at me and it's, it's, um, that, that's quite hard to deal with. Mm. That was something that, um really sucked about that job yeah was, how long did you work there for uh around six months or so oh, yeah. yeah maybe a bit longer and yeah. I'd, I'd sort of clean out the clean out the, the pens and and let them out in the the runs to um to go and play and do their business and did you um, have to, ever have to put any down <laughs> no but the first the first day my trial shift one of the dogs had died um, mm. and this was the only time it happened since all the time I was there <laughs> the first day and I needed to help put it in a wheelbarrow and wheel it out the front. Ooh. This is someone's dog. And I, I, I wasn't there for the, <laughs> for the, for the kennel owners to, to talk to the owners of the dog, but yeah. that, that it was, it was an old dog, um, who, who was on a lot of medication and, I just just could didn't make it just didn't yeah, make it and, it and it just unfortunately happened when mm. he was at the kennel <laughs> but yeah the first day i was there i i needed to wheelbarrow this dog out to the front and that was that was like a a weird introduction to yeah <laughs> come bet. take care of these dogs <laughs> if you know what i mean yeah yeah and i was like damn i hope this doesn't happen every day i'm gonna be depressed <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like that. Oh, well, at least he's probably out of his misery now. I guess so. Yeah, um, out of that dog home. Dog, dog kennels are, dog kennels are kind of terrible. Yeah, you don't want to leave your dog at a kennel if you can help it. Yeah, yeah. I've always wondered though. Like I've always thought reincarnation could be real. Okay. Like, do you think that that's under what premise? Well, like the idea that if you kill an animal, then it'll come back as another animal. Its soul will come back. Right. Or or a human or something, you know. So so you you, you do think there's crossover between uh, uh, what what we call an animal and what we call a human? Oh, I, yeah, definitely. I feel like some people are really connected to some animals. Like it's so weird. Like like frog scientists. Like frogs are all right. Why would you want to become a, a scientist for a frog? Like studying frogs and like people devote their lives to certain animals. So hmm. I reckon there is kind of a that's like a spiritual thing. Not that I'm that religious or anything, but uh, you're not that religious. But you, you you're toying with the idea of reincarnation. I am. I um, am. Which I mean, that's fundamentally religious. Is <laughs> is is the question of what happens after death, and yeah. you're, you're 
You, so, so you don't so believe how, in it? Well, how how would it work? Because populations risen yes. since the beginning yeah. of time. Well, I would say that... Um, Are there some fresh ones that haven't been reincarnated? I would say so, yeah. I would say, um, yeah, if there's an, there's like an influx of like live things, like beings, um, they would just create more souls. <laughs> like, I don't know. But like right. the amount of people that have died wouldn't would be more than and the amount of animals that would have died would be more than how many there currently are on the earth so surely there'd be yeah life. but you're you're saying you get reincarnated <laughs> after a single lifetime right? well or do you get reincarnated at some point in the future it's not like a yeah yeah it's, it's not just, like you you you, you could be you on the waiting list your, <laughs> you could be on the waiting list you, you know? trade in your voucher when you're 90 years old and, yeah. and at the funeral home and you sort of wake up in ghostly form and you go trade in your ticket and they're yeah, like, well, not, step back into this cradle, Levy. Not quite that. But, you know, I'll go a, a step further than that. What if deja vu is when you ex- you're experiencing a time in a past life that you've died, but you are just in the same life repeating until you last all the way till 90 or 100 or whatever. Like, it's just me. that No one else exists. And this whole life is just for me, the, the sole purpose is for me to get to 100 years old. And so far I've died, like, and I just can't remember my previous life. So, so your, like your previous s- life, you, you, you're talking like a video, like your, your previous life is exactly the same one. Yeah. But, but may, you, you, I may have died choosing... when I was three or something. And then, right. and then I restart and then do another three. And it's like... Like a, grand, a, grand, a groundhog day, but your whole much. life. Yeah, yeah. That's very solipsistic, though, isn't it? Meaning, you, you know, you, you only you would exist as, yeah, yeah. as a functioning being <laughs> oh, in the world in that, you know, in that uh, scenario. You know, famous podcaster, <laughs> selfish. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know reincarnation. I, I like I like that it gives you an an impulse to to treat things yeah, better. That are that is, and it, and it gives you an impulse to treat the future as something that's. Um, um, real, like as as opposed to um, the concept of heaven and hell, where you leave the earth and you're you're kind of disconnected from mm. it once you leave it. Um, and it also helps with the idea that like because we have to kill animals sometimes on the farm, and it's like, well, maybe I'm doing this cow a favor, and it can come back as something better than a cow ready for slaughter. Well, yeah, I mean, but then you've got the the, the question of of how you either ascend the ranks or descend the ranks. <laughs> well, yeah. And even if becoming a human after being a cow is an ascension, like, is it just a lottery? You you, you, you pick a random raffle ticket and, oh, now I'm an insect. Oh, now I'm well, a humbug. Now I'm a human. You'd have to now think I'm that if you're a, a shit person, you'd maybe come back as, like, an aphid or something, you know, or... What's an well, animal because like, you're, or you're, rat? But see, then you're you are putting a, a rank on on animals, aren't yeah. you? You're putting humans well, yeah. at the top you of have, the level, and yeah. and you're putting aphids at the bottom. Or a cow in India would be a pretty close second, really. Like yeah, you know, but there's you, certain animals you that have better saying, lives. You started saying that that there's there's this sort of even plane, this connection between humans well, and true. animals. But <laughs> yeah. now you're saying if you're being a shitty person, you're gonna you're gonna wake up well, in the afterlife. You, 
as a as a as a little insect. Yeah, well, I suppose that's true. Um, so you're saying I've I've got a flaw in my thinking. Well, yeah, my logic I, it's is just flawed. where 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 is your what what use is thinking of of reincarnation if if it's that way? Mm. Then you just like if you think of it that way, if you think of you go up the stairs or down the stairs, then you're just ranking things and then yeah. you and then you get to people and you start ranking people and mm. you go wow i'm a man this time but next time i'm gonna be reincarnated as a woman because i made some mistakes <laughs> yeah and you're like oh are you saying that women are less than men true yeah. true well this is why i don't discuss it with people usually <laughs> like well, you just, yeah. it's just an idea that you toy with because like it's kind of good to think that animals have a second chance not to sound like a big softy or anything but like like that everything has a second chance. I don't know, that's well, kind of inf- like... infinite chances, right? Mm, pretty much, yeah. So, like, if they don't have a good life this time, then maybe they'll get a, a better one next time. And you, and you think you think there's there's not a risk at some point in your life if you believe that it's going to reset, that you're like, ah, oh, well, I'll, I'll just, you know, top myself off and, and start again or, yeah. you know, like, ah, oh, I've, I've fucked up this life, I'll, I'll just wait to the next one, I'll... Why, why don't I just run out in the street and kill a bunch of people? I'll, I'll restart again soon. Yeah. Well, you, I suppose you don't really remember your last one, so you may as well make the most of it. But you do through deja vu, apparently. True. You, you that saw is the, interesting. You, you Have you heard the... much about deja vu? Like, apparently there's people that yeah. can actually remember parts of previous. Well, that's what they say. No, no. It's it's the, the, the brain firing twice at the same time, and so you're experiencing the same memory twice in a row really fast oh so you're not actually but oh. like there, oh, there was, come on there, you just ruined the fun you, you saw you saw the matrix you've seen the matrix no, no i haven't actually oh, you haven't even seen the matrix yeah, right. i really should actually but like in the in the matrix they they sort of neo sees a cat walk past and then sees a cat walk past again and he's like whoa i just had deja vu <laughs> and morpheus is like well it's just a glitch in the matrix when that happens Huh. So in our simulation, it could be a glitch in the system yeah. that, that is sort of, you know, and glitching out. And that's what you see. Because I swear some of my deja vu comes from dreams. So I dream something and I actually, as I'm in the because now I've got more attuned to deja vu because I've experienced it a fair bit. And I actually, I actually swear that it's in a dream that I've seen it in a dream, but maybe that's just the same thing. My brain's just misfiring, you know? But uh, yeah. I, I'm where not... did you hear that this idea of deja vu? Like, where I, you... I can't remember where, where I've, I've heard that, but I'm, I'm sure you could do your research and, and mm. find. There, there, there's, a, there's a neurological explanation though, is what I'm Damn. saying. Yeah. Why can't we just turn to God for all our explanations? Oh. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. I mean, you could, you could still say that, um, a divine presence put put that ability in our brain. Mm. I don't think um, neurology supersedes religion. It, it's it's not a matter of that. I think. Um, I, but I, I, we don't need to get on. on yeah, to yeah. Topic. We've I really got toilet. deep in this. Can, can you can you can you hold the hold the floor while, yeah, while I go to the okay, toilet? Okay, sure. Right. You can talk to my dog if you want. True. Alrighty, Kano's back. From his pit stop, um, <laughs> you, 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 you did mention that it was a quick, it was a quick pee break. Uh, it was. I, I, I used to be very paranoid about how quickly I, I weed. Okay. Um, huh. 
I, I used huh. to, um, <laughs> I, I feel like I've always had a small bladder. Um, I always used to be embarrassed in class about putting my hand up because oh, my, my fellow I hate those peers people knew. Go. They they knew they knew that I went there and they sort of rolled their eyes. Like uh, I imagined they rolled their eyes. <laughs> like oh, he's going again, you know. And I, I've I've always had a small bladder and I've um, and I've always peed really succinctly. Um, Jeez, and, and, so you just force it out. You just get the muscles going. I, just... I, I feel like it's there's just not as much in there. I don't know. Oh, it yeah. just comes out quickly, and yep. I'm all done. Fair but, enough. But uh, to be honest, I used to be quite paranoid, and um, if I was at a public toilet and I was at the urinal, I used to sort of stand there a bit after I'd finished, because huh. you know I, I would. I, <laughs> Some, huh. Someone would be at the urinal beside me and I'd come up and, and start going after after them and I'd finish before they were finished. And so I'd sort of stand there, yeah, just just sort of standing there. Bowie, stop barking. What are you doing? Trying to tell about about me peeing. Like, come on, come on. Uh, uh, give me a break here. It's, it's so so I, I'd, be, I'd be there peeing um, and I'd finish and they would still be going. And and I, I I'd be like, oh, can they hear that I'm not paying? But I'd be standing there like, like holding hold my junk, just waiting there. Like like if they go, then at least they they don't know that I hadn't, you know. And so oh. I'd wait there till they leave, and then I'd sort of flush and, and go over. And I'm like, it was always so and now I just revealed it on the Guess You podcast. Well, to all that's my right. Listeners. Yeah, that's, that's right. If you wow. if, if you if you see me at a urinal, be. Um, I, well, I hope you faced your fears now. I'm coming on the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that is that's an interesting backstory um, as to your your quick pit stops. You, you you never you never felt felt paranoid about really petty things like that growing up. Oh yeah, well I, I'm still growing. I'm still yeah. growing. Don't worry. Um, but I, in terms of toilet stops, like I literally don't go all day at school. And then there's some people who just right. go every class. I'm like, go at the break. But now I've actually yeah, got right. an insight. So you got into... you got reincarnated with the, with the big bladder, and I got reincarnated with the small. Obviously, bladder. yeah. I see. Yeah, I us see. hunters just have the biggest bladders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Bladder like a horse. <laughs> weird, like a horse. weird brag. Weird brag. We got <laughs> weird flex. Bladders. Weird yeah. flex, but okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I uh, the other thing I I used to do, um, I used to be paranoid about uh, not knowing something. So someone would be like, mm. you know, like oh. Do you do you like the band uh, uh, the 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 Flubins? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, love I them. love them, Flubins. And then they're like, oh, what album? And I'm like, ah, um, um, the the second one. They're like, oh, they're, you mean uh, uh, Flubin mixtape two? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that one. Oh What's your favorite God. track? And then. Like it's just horrible. It's you just, just horrible. dig yourself into yeah. a hole. And I used to do that because Jeez. I was paranoid about not not being on the cutting edge, not knowing things, you know. And mm. and so I I used to do that all the time. Wow. And it took me a while to not be not do that, you know. Mm. I feel like that that is is something that I think quite a few people struggle with. But yeah. but uh, it's it's definitely something you should get out of as soon as you can because it makes yeah. you feel weird and then you replay the conversation in your head and you're like, that is oh, why did I do that? I yeah. don't know the Flubins. Like, yeah. who are the Flubins? And then you look them up and you're like, I don't actually like the Flubins. Now I'm being associated with a yeah, weird true. Nazi metal band. And I'm yeah. like, you know, anyway. So. I think it's good to, be, that, to hear all this relatable stuff because I'm sure there's listeners out there who feel exactly the same way and, you know, we're hearing it first. People love... 
when they can relate to something. So I feel like that's a good tick for the guest you podcast. Um, yeah, you want to hear another one? I was talking to my cousin about this the other day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was at, the, at a bar and and um, I was I was drinking drinking my beers, um, but I'd, I'd felt a bit sick in the stomach before before I even got there, mm. and I was sort of drinking beers, and I, and I I sort of. <laughs> Um, sort of threw up in my mouth, you know, and it was, yep. my mouth was full and I was sort of, oh, you know, full and, on one, not I was just sitting a little... around the table with people that I hadn't, some people I hadn't met in around oh. the group and I was sort of sitting there and, and sort of nodding along and I can't oh, talk oh my God. And, and I sort of, um, take a break to like, everyone looks away, gets distracted by the song coming on and everyone's like, yeah, I love this song. And I, I sort of spit it out into my beer glass oh. um, and I put the beer glass down somewhere and and we end up merging tables with this other one, and I'm I'm sort of looking over all the night over at this beer glass, and I see this waitress come and pick it up, and she's sort of wait waitressing it back to the bar, and, oh, okay, that's and then looks right, in then. it and and sniffs, and then like looks around, and she's like, and I'm like, what like sick to, fuck threw up in this yeah, beer? Yeah, like she didn't scream it out, but like she was looking around, and I'm I'm there like oh. just trying to hide my shame, and, oh. like uh, yeah. So there's and you're always in those situations. <laughs> In those type of situations, you always think in your mind, "Oh my God, she's just gonna she's gonna yell out who who did this, and I'm gonna have to own up to it." Like, yeah, yeah. The, the, like, the, the, the record's gonna squeak to a yeah, slow up a stop. Yeah, and everyone's gonna, gonna just look go around. silent. No, oh. I, I mean, it was it was it was horrible. It was one of those things that, like, <laughs> I, I mean, if you if you there's always that weird thing if you're drinking beers and you throw up, and people are like, "Oh, taxi," you know, yeah. they joke about it, but you're yeah. like. Sometimes you're just legitimately sick and you've had oh, one yeah. beer and you're like, I'm not drunk, I'm just blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it just seems like you're more drunk. So, oh. that's, um, yeah. <laughs> that's a good story, actually. That's uh, very good. We'll have to put that on 2Max FM, surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 2Max FM uh, listenership would appreciate that Oh, yeah, story. they love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throwing up in the drink. Yeah, apocryphal. I thought you were going to say someone drunk, like, picked it up and drank it. That would be disgusting. Well, I was, I was sort of watching it just in case yeah there was <laughs> and you'd have to get up and go no 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 well have, have you heard of this this concept of mind sweeping <laughs> i've heard of the when, game when, when when i was um <laughs> when when i maybe didn't have as much money and i used to go to bars and you know you go to get a beer and you're like oh the beers are like 15 bucks each this is ridiculous um i, I used to partake in a bit of mind sweeping where you sort of <laughs> go around and drink people's unfinished beers that they've missed. Oh, my God. Um, and it's mind-sweeping because, um, you know, you don't know if it's been spiked with something or if, it, That's if, true. if there's, there's, there's there's a whole lot of backwash spit in it. In oh, it yeah. or, or I guess if someone threw up in their mouth and, and, and <laughs> ensconced it in their beer glass. So well, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a better tip. So I saw this on Dumb and Dumber. I'm not sure if you've seen that movie. Yeah. Um, and you fill you fill a glass up yeah, yeah. with all these dregs, and then you rub your hand down your ass crack. Yeah, that's and right. When, and then you go, oh, this beef smells a bit funny, and you you little you get your little finger and you put it up to their nose as you're kind of putting the beer up to their nose, and they smell it. And it smells like shit, I imagine, and you mm. get a free beer. There you, you go. You, you've you've seen that scene. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the scene that I remember the most is where. 
you know, they're on the road trip and he pisses in the bottle and the, and the cop comes along and he's like, well, you're, you're partaking in a bit of the, you know, a bit of the hooch, a bit of the what, what, you know? They're like, no, officer, I really wouldn't. And then he's like, what? And he takes a drink of the beer and then he does that weird, like, <laughs> twitchy thing with his face. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, it's so funny. It's such a great movie. Um even the second one wasn't too bad. Um, no, the second one was terrible. Oh, okay. The second, the second one was was uh, uh, Jim Carrey and Def, Jeff Daniels are just too old to be making movies about squeezing boobies. You know, mm. like they 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 like they, there's there's a scene in it, I remember where they're like and they like honk on a woman's boob and you're like hey, that 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 just doesn't fly. It doesn't look good with mm, like like fifty year old, year old men. men doing that. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't look good in the Me Too era. It's it's just it's just not on, True. and it's funny that you made a. Did I tell you about this movie, The Cobbler? No. I I find it incredible that like that movies can be made, in, you know, over the last couple of years, and and not adhere to all the yeah, you yeah. know the social justice rules you yeah. know like like cancel culture and stuff cancel even now, like, yeah. like like the this in in The Cobbler it's this Adam Sandler movie where he's like a a shoe cobbler, you know, he makes shoes and he yep. repairs shoes. Um, and then, you know, there's some magical night happens or whatever. And now if he puts on people's shoes, he becomes them. Okay. Um, um, and, and one of these, uh, 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 one of these like, um, rapper turned actors, it's not 50 cent. <laughs> I, I can't remember who it is, but he comes in and, and he's someone he, black. Guy. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. Like one, one of these, one of these black guys that made it into the movie, not ice cube, not 50 cent, not, but Tupac. But not, no, 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 Tupac was a great actor, but it doesn't matter. Um, no, never seen any of his films and, and base, but so yeah, he, <laughs> he puts on this guy's shoes. <laughs> yeah. This, this, this black rapper, he puts on his shoes it, he uses that power to go and mug someone. Oh, he walks he wow. walks up to someone and he's like, well, I guess I'm black. And he goes up oh. to him like, bitch, give me your money and robs this person. Does it look like it, like it, um, does the actor like yeah, yeah, it's play that him? Actor. Yeah, yeah, it is him. So yeah. he doesn't just do blackface. No, he that's, doesn't do blackface. Oof, but okay, but you're writing that scene and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's going to use the superpower of being this black guy to go and mug someone? Yeah, that's... That came out, like, a couple of years ago. I'm like, that is, that is so fucked up that they're still, they're still making movies yeah. where you fuck up that bad and you're, yeah. you're totally backwards. Are you a fan of Adam Sandler in general? Uh, in, in, in I really like his really earlier movies, like Billy Madison and, yep. and, and um, Happy Gilmore. And they're, they're funny. Yeah. And then... Um, I like his serious roles in Punch Drunk Love and 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 Uncut Gems. Um, him and Uncut Gems. That's that's one that you should watch. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's still on Netflix, but it is. That is a great movie. Okay. Um, and he's playing like a ser more serious role. Yeah. Yep. Um, but so many of these movies that he's releasing do just suck. Yep. I I just I just think they suck and they're yep. so backwards. And have you watched Just Go with It? No, is that, just, that was quite good. Um, that was all right, but, <laughs> but yeah, I do get what you mean. Um, they're a bit trashy, I find some of them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, we could talk. You could talk all day about movies, couldn't you? Gary? Yeah, no, um, no. But we do, we don't need to do that. That's all we, good. We actually do a segment uh, on the radio show with Kane's uh, movie of the week. We call it. And so, if you want to listen in to a movie every week, I guess. We'll, 
<laughs> listen to Two Max FM at six o'clock on Tuesday, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, for now, thought I'd I'd ask you about uh, your plan for Christmas. A Christmas plan. So yeah. um, this is your first Christmas in New South Wales. I'm assuming second second Christmas. Second Christmas. I came up here a while ago, but yep. the, I, I think we are we are going to um, evening mass um, and then back. It's Christmas Eve. Tonight. It is currently Christmas Eve, so it's hopefully I'll, I'll uh, release this by this afternoon. Um, and and so we'll go to Mass in Bogabri, um, then back to Dad's place for, for pizza, and then I actually need to come back here to turn off a river pump. Yes. Um, Grind, don't stop, do it. That's that's right. You're on the farm, <laughs> the shit keeps growing. Yep, yeah. yep. Rain keeps falling, yep. dirt keeps blowing. You need to, you need to get, a, get on your thing and yeah. keep going. And... Um, we actually should talk about the Malt Creek. Um, this is actually it actually doesn't flow very often, and with this recent rain we've had, that we had about eighty mils, I think. Yeah. And so now it's all green. The river's running really well. Malt Creek's running well. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy to see the the difference just uh, overnight. You know, mm, like it, it's yeah. because this this rainfall event it was sort of scheduled to be spread over this sort of two week period. Instead, it all came on uh, Sunday or whatever. Yeah, and and it, it it rained consistently throughout the day and then stormed overnight. And you know, we talk about 80, 90 mils. That that is that is a a lot of rain in a in a in a twenty four hour period. Yeah, and that's per per centimeter squared or something, isn't it? Or how big is the area? I suppose. Not to me. I don't know. Yeah, because like the way that you, the way you measure it, I suppose is. If you, I guess it's the size of your rain gauge, really, like mm. the head of your rain gauge. So it could be like three inches by three inches. So that's 80 mils falling on every like three squared inches. Yeah. So it's that's a lot of water. Yeah, it is um, a lot of water and it, and it creates puddles and it, and it seeps into the, 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 uh, the soil profile mm. um, when, when it's that much and it doesn't have time to dry out immediately afterwards, I guess. Yeah. Um, the the rivers run like crazy. Um, if there's too much, there's there's sort of flooding that wash all branches and the topsoil away, and that can be an issue. Um, roads obviously get closed. Uh, holiday plans get cut short. Especially out here, yeah. So, mm. but yeah, we we were we it wasn't it wasn't a ridiculous rainfall. No, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't yeah. a flood. So it was good yeah. though. Yeah, it was a, it was a good a good shower. But it's sounding like it's going to dry up a bit for Christmas, and we should have thirty degrees or something tomorrow. I think so. Yeah, yeah. should be a good Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the you know, like the New South Wales country is 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 just crazy. It's like if if you had like a, a hobo on the street who hadn't showered in in months, yeah. you, you'd point a finger and laugh at him. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, we don't expect to have a shower every day. Like a like a human being, but like you know, it 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 shouldn't it shouldn't go months and months and months. It shouldn't go years with with a tiny amount of rainfall. Yeah, yeah. That's that's craziness. Mm. That's craziness. Yeah, it's definitely a big change since There's the drought. Um, yeah, like we we're only getting a f- couple of mils per month, really. So mm. it's really greened up since then. So it's good. You've come come just at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, my 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 <laughs> the presence best has, has stimulated the clouds. Yeah, it? sounds like it. Um, have what's you what have you been doing in the in the past week, Kane? Have you been doing anything uh, noteworthy? Noteworthy. Um. Um. On on the farm, I guess we've been we've been tidying the workshop. Yes. Because we've had this rainfall event. Um. And we can't 
drive tractors out into the field um, <laughs> without uh, 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 disappearing into the mud. Yeah. Um, we, we've been cleaning out the workshop, uh, which is just a massive shed full of knickknacks, shit, shit tools, old spare parts, mm. rusted nails, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, good and fun. It's, and it's, it gets unorganized just because of the sheer quantity of stuff that needs to happen quickly on a mm-hmm. farm. Um, you need to order a part and... And, and, and put it in, but you take out the bolts and then you chuck the bolts away and then you've got 10 extra bolts that are by the side and you mm. pick them up and you put them in a little container and shove them on the shelf. And so that, that's happened over years and years. And so cleaning out is, is like the most intense, you know, spring cleaning you, you, you ever yeah. do because you have, you have um, the, the, the backhoe bucket like protruding into the shed and you're just chucking boxes and boxes of crap out sorting through them i i felt useless because i was in there like i pick up this 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 schluben with two pipes and a, and a tap and i'm like what's this for and, <laughs> yeah. and you know i need to be told oh, yeah. what everything's for i'm like this is useless this is useless this is useless they're like yeah. no no that's that that's that's for the the, the, the air seat of 5000 that's yeah. for the blah 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 and i'm like i i don't know any of this stuff i would yeah, just chuck all yeah. of this out if it was me yeah so that that's quite difficult mm. is finding what's useful and putting it in a place where it's accessible yeah yeah i've had a pretty uh different week to you mine's uh mine's been centered more about around well i'm on holidays now so that's good mm. been riding a few young horses uh so we recently actually got two horses to break in from a bloke at Corinda. Um, so I'm having great fun on them. Um, they're going really well. When, when, where, where does that term come from when you break, when you break a horse in? Cause, well, cause yeah. it, it kind of sounds like you're, you're, you're psychologically breaking. Well, right? it does actually. Yeah, like, it does. like it's, it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome. Like, well, like if you've got your prisoner and, and you put enough work into it, you can break the prisoner and then they're true. like a submissive robot person. True. Is well, that, is that what it's like? I think that's what what it used to be like, and that's where the term comes from because it, that was what it was like. Like people back in like like even now, people are scared of horses, and so they they'll just like tie them up really tight to this um, to the to this really strong post or something, and then they'll just bag them down. They'll try and scare the shit out of them, whack them, like literally just torture them. What's 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 that doing? When, and then that's, when you're doing that, that's when, breaking when you... them. That's kind of so that when you get on them, You're they're so them submissive. They're so scared when you get on that they don't want to bark. It's all about the bark. Like people, okay. people are just terrified of a horse doing something and throwing them. Mm. And I get that because I have been thrown a few times. So it's scary being mm. on something that you can't control. But I think that's where the term comes from. It is quite a harsh term, but yeah. um, have you ever seen it, the process done? before not not otherwise not not uh, not not like a, a, a weird crocodile dundee yeah. rip off where where they, they they put their hands up and go shh, shh, yeah you know yeah. And you see the end of the process with the horse like yeah going, <laughs> yeah yeah well it's not quite like that is it no no um i mean do they do they run around a, a yard and you lasso them and then you, you well, <laughs> i would actually like to get in like and talk about horsey stuff because that is something i'm passionate about like on this podcast yeah um it looks like we're over an hour now so it's but i can give you a brief rundown like yeah basically what the point they're at now is what we've done is just 
you got to catch them and then you put hobbles on them to kind of to stop their legs moving a bit. You brush them down. You, you wait, put, wait, 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 wait. You, ca- you catch them? What do you mean? Not like with a, a wild, halter. Not like a wild Pokemon. They're not just no. out there and you're like... <laughs> you got to catch them all. Yeah, uh, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's not like you... They're a bit is, more... Is it like that? You, you, like, you like beat them down to like three health or three hit points <laughs> and then you throw a Pokeball at them. Well, well, it actually is... A bit similar, not to sound too corny, but do do you do you do you work them like you you're you're working them really hard yeah. till, they, till well, they get worn out? That's actually interesting. So the ones that we've got, they came quite quiet, so they're they're nice horses, really. Okay. They've been caught before, they've done all that stuff. But what I like to do is because I've read this book recently called uh, it's by Monty Roberts, okay, and he was a great horse trainer who kind of learnt from the wild mustangs in America, right. And so what he does is he like speaks the language of wild horses. So he'll square his chest up and he'll, he'll like look really aggressive towards the horse and they'll, they'll run away. They'll run around this yard. And, um, and then as soon as they put their head down, they start like eating, like they'll pretend to eat um, and they'll slow up and then they'll face you and then you let the pressure off. Hmm. As soon as you do that, you just walk up to them, pat them down, brush them down, everything like that. And then you just walk away from them. Right. And you keep doing that. Like I did it with my mare and it takes a few turns. And they'll eventually, if you keep walking away and then if they don't follow you, put some pressure on them and then let the pressure off, come to them, brush them down, make them feel really comfortable next to you. Mm. Eventually, you can, you can walk away and they'll actually follow you. So it's really cool actually when you get, get into it. But they, can be, they could be caught. So, when, they, so, when they first got there. So, so how how long would that process take? Typic, typically, you, there's there's obviously a differentiation. Yeah. But if if you get a, a a quiet horse like you you've got a quiet mare, it's delivered. What how long would that process take? With my mare, it took about fifteen minutes. So, oh, okay. Yeah, right. we're talking we're talking short term here. Um, but you might have to do it once a day for three days. Right, so you but do you you break them every day, or do you do you work them and then at one after fifteen days you're like I finally broke them. Well, when do you say you've broken them? I would say when you get on them without a lead on in the yard, so you're riding them around in a yard, okay, um, without a lead. That was and they're not bucking. I would say that's when you've broken them because you all you're trying to do is make them rideable, so giving them that education that. They can have a saddle on without freaking out too much and they can just feel the bit in their mouth and stuff. So today we actually took them out into the paddock mm. for the first time. So we rode them in the yard for three days, I think. And then we took them out in the paddock and basically in the paddock, what you do, you just kick them up and just let them run and then pull them around. Basically all you can do, because you're not meant to be pulling them up because okay. that's just stops like you want them to be as forward moving as possible right so you just literally let them go let the head go and then just pull them around in a circle let them go again yep so i would say like my mare's going really well um so i was really happy with that and um i would say she's she's probably broken by now Um, okay but that doesn't mean everyone can ride her like yeah 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 yeah. all right (laughs) so 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 no knowing knowing what you do about about horse riding would you want to be reincarnated as one of your horses (laughs) As one of our horses. Would you mind being reincarnated as one of your horses in your, your stable? Well, that's the funny thing because, like, I feel like as a human we need to have a purpose, whereas right. horses, 
don't need it as much. Like they're pretty happy to sit in the paddock all day. Well, I think, and then get ridden once a day. Where I like to have that freedom, but compared to like uh, you, you mean compared to other animals or no, no, other I, horses. I was, I was or... just saying, like if if you you died and woke up in a horse's body and you had one minute of retention of your old life, would you think, oh, well, this isn't that bad. At least I wasn't a, a, yeah. a dung beetle or whatever. Yeah, I think our horses get treated pretty well. Um, okay. Not to be, you know, too biased or anything, but, like, we don't flog them or do anything like that. But it, it's, a, it's a bit of hard work for them sometimes, but they get a bit of freedom. Um, yeah, I would like to, I'd say. Okay. To answer that question. Would you? Would I like to be one of your horses? <laughs> would you like me to ride you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't like me to ride me. I, I like. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call what you do riding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, if if I'd come back as as the horse that I had tried riding that time, I'd be like, "Who is this schmuck?" <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what's yeah. he doing on my back? Might as well this just guy's... throw him off. Yeah, yeah. I'd I, I'd I'd definitely get bucking, and I'd need a I'd need a. Yeah, because have you actually... You break a horse. It's like, just such a oh, weird yeah. term. And if you, you think about it, it's like putting a tight belt around your chest and then not having no communication with the person who's riding you and then them just getting on, kicking you in the guts and then just telling, like expecting you to go. So mm. I don't know what I would do in that situation if I was a horse, like... That it's a tight, it's like a tight feeling. It's like you want to get that saddle off, get away from me. Yeah. And that's why fear. Just I don't think you can use fear to break a horse, honestly. Like. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, it's it's good. I think it's good what we do. No, it's really. No, no, it sounds no, like really up this, but it sounds it sounds interesting. Like, I, you gotta I be would... calm and just let let them decide. Like I'd love let to them see bark. the 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 difference between a a. Uh, yeah, a, a good trade because you kind of like it's well, the like the karate is. kid. It's like you're either you're either there with um with with Mister Miyagi and he's just like, well, wash my car, and you're like doing Works your on. your <laughs> thing, and then or you could be with the other guy, and the other guy's like, you're you're a shithead. Your your parents yeah. don't love you. Uh, punch yeah, harder. You know, like it's and true. and you both get the results of being an amazing fighter. But I, I don't well, know. I definitely do know like horse trainers who are quite hard on their horses and like even especially at a young age like they got three-year-old horses running around doing big turns and stuff like that which i think is quite hard on them when they're not fully developed right so i feel like there is a bit of um give in what we do mm. um but yeah it's hard to know um you know what what a horse would want really mm. would they actually want to be running free because we're kind of giving them food, board, mm. all that for free. All they have to do is just do what we want for an hour a day. But yeah, yeah. No, definitely not the worst animal to be. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, well, on that note, we might uh, leave the podcast at that. This has been the longest podcast I've done. It's flown by. As it well, has. It, it has yeah. flown by, and it's been really good to get kind of a different take different a different style of podcast really this has been more of like a relaxed chat rather than a i don't know 
what an angsty teenage boy <laughs> well, chat about. <laughs> you I don't know. know. Yeah. Well, you're like, oh, this is what the adult well, civilized if, world if is. If you'd listened to the previous episodes, you'd know what that ah. episode's are like. <laughs> was, I, was, was, was I meant to listen to, to like sort of vet out how I'm meant to, like, well, I'm meant to come in and, and talk, yeah. like, talk about poop jokes <laughs> I don't know. We touched actually. on poop. We touched on poop. We did touch on poop, vomit, um, like, religion. Yeah, we hit, and pee. Like, we hit, we hit on all the... Yeah, we hit on just poop, not vomit, crass. And pee. Just not so crass. Um, um, can we squeeze a fart in? <laughs> <laughs> fart joke. Uh, no, you just squeeze a fart out. Oh yeah. You're trying to squeeze it I, in. Okay. I haven't got any going of you. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. It is awkward when you when you when you fart in a public place. Though, yeah, it so. is very awkward. Yeah. Like. You watch those <laughs> videos of people like doing an exercise or something and they crack a big one. And, oh. oh, I always, when, when I was like, I'm always paranoid about going to yoga class because mm. yoga definitely, you know, opens things <laughs> yeah, up for me. It does. Like not just my lungs, not just my spirit, but you know, my bowels. It, just, it does. Yeah. Like, poop doesn't come out often. I don't think it's ever come out, but, but fart's <laughs> just like you downward dog and, and it's, it's just like a sometimes one. fart is worse because it's loud at least you can conceal the poop just not for, for a little bit i mean i feel <laughs> yeah, like yoga smell. pants are like if, if you got yoga pants on then there's, <laughs> there's a weird bulge where yeah. your butt's meant oh. to be and oh wow and you're like yeah mm. <laughs> okay we really we really are no you pushing wanted me the to come down, down to your the level. episode that's down fine, now that's fine. that's fine um but it's definitely been good having you on the show can and i hope you you come back on the on the podcast, yeah, as well as the radio show, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I guess I'll I'll see you on um on Tuesday. What day is it today? Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Friday tomorrow for Christmas. And then. So if any of the listeners have made it through that entire episode, listen to the um, Kane and Hugh show Tuesdays, Two Max FM ninety one point three. You can listen online actually, so there's no excuse. Uh, we'd love to have you and. Merry Christmas to everyone as well for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, Kane. Merry Christmas to you, Hugh. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Guess Hugh podcast. This has been episode number nine, almost at episode number 10. And have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye. <laughs>